It's the whole internet, dummy. <laughs> Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 320, with your hosts, Randy and Jason. Randy, how are you doing? Greatest day of my life. All right. All right. Uh, how's your week been? Week's been good. It's been hot. I'm going to eat wave. Toasty. Very, very toasty. It's been uh, 35 centigrade. <laughs> I still have no idea if that's good or bad. The, <laughs> what do you mean? It's been 35 degrees Celsius, I should say. I don't know if it's centigrade. But C- yeah, centigrade I had to convert. I had a Celsius? conference call today with the Berlin, and I was like, oh, it's been nine. Uh, wait, hang on. This won't resonate at all. So then I have mm-hmm. to go to find the Google, search it up, how to convert from <laughs> It's faster you to Google search. It. That's how you do it. Yeah, it's faster <laughs> to search things up on the internet than it is to actually do the calculation. Right, the, which is amazing until it's not down, and then when the whole internet goes down, you're like, "Uh, what do we do?" And people freak. Oh, what are you doing yet? Out. Can't do anything. Did you freak out when the internet went down? Oh, I think I was still sleeping. Yeah, it was early. But yeah, no, no, I was out for a walk because I got. Um, we're talking about on Monday when Fastly got affected. It was Tuesday. Uh, it's Wednesday. It was yesterday morning. It was yesterday happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fastly, which is the 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 card on the bottom of the House of Cards of the internet, and um, it affected my work, of course. But you know, the team took care of most of it. Um, I was out for a walk because I bought a new pair of shoes to wear. In the office when we return. So it's very exciting, which is amazing because I've worked there for eight years. Yeah, almost. And I've had the same. No, pair it's gonna be years. nine years, I think. And you've worn the same pair of shoes to work every <laughs> single. Why well, leave them at work? Yes. Yeah. At work, you have worn the same pair of yeah. shoes. Because I because I leave them at work because I would ride my bike there or run or whatever and. Wearing different shoes. Okay, so the internet and goes down. What was your sort of, what was the impact to you? Nothing. Nothing to me. Because I was out for a walk. It was back up by the time I got back. Well, okay. With my new shoes. Yeah, that's about, basically that's the uh, effect that I I had also. I had a notification on my phone that uh, things were on fire because a oh, portion yeah. of the company that I work for, their site wouldn't work. And someone immediately responded and was like, it's the whole site, you dummy. It's, it's the, the whole, whole internet, dummy. <laughs> Not just the one portion of the mm-hmm. that you need to, but yeah. Um, and then everyone just takes a break, right? Be like, let's not worry about it. We're like, we're not losing revenue. Well, we, we are. Yeah. But the way we the, the way we calculate these things is a little bit funny to me, right? So let's say someone's using the website and they can't for twenty minutes because whatever, it's the whole internet's down. Oh, the desk is killing. I know, and. So they think we lose 20 minutes worth of revenue, but I'm always like, don't they just come back later? Oh, that's an interesting. <laughs> like, what do you think? Do you think that's it? Kids, forget it. We're not going to Miami this year. <laughs> that's I a very interesting. Once. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. And the whole interim is down. <laughs> <laughs> I never even, how did I never even think of that? Oh, uh, yeah. I tried to search up some flights and hotels, but that's it. I only had this five-minute window this morning to do it. Whole yep. vacation's off. Vacation, vacation's canceled. Huh. You're not going to your grandma's funeral. Yeah, all that stuff. 
Yeah. Well, all right. Especially all right. in the case that the whole internet's broken, because it's like they can't try someone else. Yeah. So. I mean, it was relatively quick that it came back. They it figured it out. Quick. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. But it is pretty. It's pretty amazing. The like impact. It's had not. It's oh, had, it's sure. headline news now when the internet goes down or a portion of the internet goes down. And, yeah, and to be clear, this is for people that don't know. Uh, it wasn't even like the internet, as in the cables, had a problem or anything. It's just yeah. that uh, there's one company that uh, see if I can explain this in terms that even I might understand. It's, it's pretty easy. Is it? Yeah. The content I, delivery. Yeah, network? content delivery network. If I want okay. to go to a website that is yeah. of cross an ocean, a lot of the static data comes across. Mm-hmm. It has a long way to travel. It literally travels under wires that are in the ocean. So this company sets up fiber optic cables. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, the data is traveling thousands of miles. Right. So far they away. Set, it takes well. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they set set these uh, closer location closer. data centers that store a lot of static data, images and whatnot on the internet that doesn't change, and that so mm-hmm. that uh, and those tend to be bigger files, so they're served quicker. They come to you quicker yeah, so you get because they're closer. Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, those undersea internet tube cables are pretty astonishing. Yeah, I didn't like, think that was a real thing until like not too long ago. I thought it was like people joked about it. <laughs> well, how else do you think it got there? There's a whole there's a whole website. What do you mean how it got there? Thing. Like I didn't think it was there. I thought it was ridiculous. But how did we get you know internet across radio? Or you thought it was all radio stuff or satellite or something? But yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, radio? Because right. we, can't, we can't see around the curvature of the Earth. Yes, but like if you have one of those ham radios, you pick up signals can, that go around the can curvature of the Earth. You can bounce it off the stratosphere, yeah, but they're really sluggish. Well, yeah. like I said. <laughs> radio waves, I, I yeah. yeah. Why would we stick it under the water? It makes no sense. And Because the thing is, the speed of light is actually still kind of slow for what we're trying to do. I mean, it's like crazy to think that there's a cable that's connected somewhere on the east coast i don't even know where it goes and then oh there's like there's, thousands yes many many i know yeah and what's what's really cool is that they break all the time like sharks bump into them whales hook <laughs> on them this kind of stuff I'm not kidding like people drag their anchors on them and snap them yeah and then there's special ships that people work on where they go out and they they fix them and you'd think you'd worry that they dive down and fix them. No, they don't actually. They keep a little bit of, there's some slack in the cables. So they basically just, they pull them up onto the boat. They snag them and then they pull them up onto the boat and then they splice in some new, new cables. Yeah. And then they drop them back in the water. It's, it's completely it's insane. Bonkers. Yeah, it's bananas. It's completely <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Who thought of this garbage? It makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. Well, I mean, sense. there's, but, how else are you going to do it? I want to know I how know. The, I want to know how the first guy got this done. Like, I'm gonna or put girl. it. What, what? Or girl? There, there were um, oh, okay. undersea per- telegraph cables, I believe. Yeah, it's actually in twenty thousand leagues under the sea. They they bump into one. They like they see one. Ah. Which I don't know if it was. I, I I don't know. I just recently recently listened to it. I didn't know if that was like fore- foretelling. Like they foretold. Like Jules Verne foretold that there would be. Uh, you know, predicted that there would be underwire, under ocean cables or not, but, um, or so was, how did uh, we do, how did we communicate in like, you know, world war, whatever? 
what with with the boats going around everywhere and but stuff. I mean I think it had to have been radio had to be I guess it had to be radio jeez we should probably know this but that's also me. why like the signals weren't you know it's Morse code it's like really small signals and the, and if you read those like telegrams they're all like you know stop and then the four words stop like it's not a big long yeah yeah and they had pre-packaged messages that were gonna be like well if it's this then we're gonna be you know Apple 31. If it's this, then we're going to go with Tiger 18. You got to have your secret codes because yeah. other people can hear. Yeah. If it's, if it's radio. All right. I guess they could have relay boats or. Now like I want to research can... this in depth and be like, yeah. I want to know the first guy I was like, you know what? Let's make a really long cable that goes Let's all the way. Let's drop a cable. And did, um, did we drop, I mean, I think for a while we were running. Uh, like copper cables, electronic yeah, cables on the seafloor. Now everything's fiber optic, which is which is not different, right? It's it actually sends little light signals through the through the tubes. So it was and a, you can you can carry more data than just the wire. It was in 1850. Holy jeebers! Telegraph cable. The first communications occurred August 16th, 1858, but the speed was poor, and efforts to improve it caused this cable to fail after three weeks. Oh my gosh. Efforts to improve it means like they jacked up the voltage. Probably and melted it, probably. Yeah, right. Melted it. Yeah. All the fish died. Huh. Wow. <laughs> the first transatlantic cable. And it went from Ireland to Newfoundland. That's not even that far. Oh, I, I, yeah, Ireland's yeah, no, kind of far. I mean, Sorry, that's far. Decent. Yeah. yeah. But up yeah. there. Huh. Big circles. So it must have not have been. It must not have been a prediction by Jules Verne. It was actually that it already had happened. Yeah, it had already happened. Wow. So those are. That's like one of those jobs where I'm like, man, that'd be super cool to do for a little while. Like work on the boat that repairs the undersea cables. Maybe not in a storm, but like, um, there's a handful of those. Work on the South Pole. <laughs> Maybe not in a storm <laughs> for, a, for a season. <laughs> Uh, now I'm trying to find out when Jules Verne wrote this book, and he died in 1905, so it was probably oh, it was probably could part, be close. It probably overlapped, but it probably yeah. Hmm. All right. Wow. Um. This took a turn. Um. All we were talking about was like how hot it is. <laughs> how hot is it? Well, yes, that's what I was going to bring. He up. wrote so then. Jules Verne wrote eight, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea in 1870. So he must have. His credit, you know, this was sort of new technology because only it was only twelve years earlier they had tried and failed, but he had uh, right. He wrote it into his story. So yeah, okay. So the heat brought uh, some interesting parental gripes, right? The, many of the schools mm -hmm. did early dismissals, so the children didn't overheat, right? You know, I saw some really fun Facebook discussions where one teacher has a thermometer in the room, and it's like. 90 degrees in there when they arrive in the morning. Like it's, it's oh, 90 degrees and my students haven't even arrived yet. And then someone else jumps in and be like, I don't want to be that guy, but there's people like working on roofs and in attics <laughs> and stuff all over this country. Like, oh gosh. Okay. Uh, then, okay. Then don't be right. that guy. Then you are, you are yeah. being that guy. <laughs> you know, and I think about, I try to, I try not to get enraged and I think about it for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Be like, what is he suggesting here that like, you should be thankful for what you have. Like, okay, roll roll with the punches because other people have it worse. I get that. That's fine. No, Are you advocating for children to like work in a septic tank or something? Uh, to, their schoolroom yeah. can be <laughs> right. You can't. Under the I don't sea. think you can equate those two things. 
Yeah. Just because somebody puts roofs on a house doesn't mean that you should expect students to be able to like learn well in an environment that's like not conducive to it. Right. Yeah. Two very different things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So those, those were, yeah, they got a couple of half days and then today was still super duper hot, but they were like, no, enough of this. <laughs> yes, they did. I know that was, other, well, <laughs> in my town, they already have like a half day. The Wednesdays are already a half day. They are. Okay. But my poor, my, my son. So the last Saturday, he's done a week from Tuesday. So he has four more days of school. They, my kids yeah. have four more days of school, which is crazy wow. to think about, but also like, on Friday, so last weekend was his like last weekend. So he he had te- like in his five primary five core subjects, he had significant work to do for all subjects, which was like they didn't want to give any homework or work the weekend before, which was supposed to be Memorial Day. Well, it was Memorial Day weekend, remember? But the weather was atrocious, so nobody did anything. We just sat inside and you know nothing, which they should have given the work then. And instead, they piled. Everything on for last week. And then it was like, okay, he's got three tests on Tuesday and two, a project due on Monday and a project due on Tuesday. And, uh, then he's got kept getting pushed off. So his math test is tomorrow. So this poor kid has been like, this work has been hanging over him all week. And every day he comes home and he's like, and my wife's like, here's more practice tests. Here's more practice. Here's the practice test again. Here's more practice exam. And he's like, like, oh my gosh. So the poor kid's soul's crushed. I've, I've, Sort of checked out just because, and it's not great because I don't even know every day the same thing. How's your work going? Do you have any assignments yeah. you want me to go over? Well done. You want me to go over them with you? All you got to do is ask. Okay. Okay, what? Okay, I'll ask. Are, are you asking? No. Okay. Every nah, they're done. Thing. Are they all done? They're done. Yep, everything's good. I don't even want to look. It's going to be, he's going to like fail every class this term. Oh, man. I, was, I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. I just don't I even know. know. I haven't. I can't get a week left. But I kind of feel like they should have more work. Maybe he's doing it. I, I just can't even tell. Maybe he's getting it done <laughs> in school. Maybe he's finishing it and it's going really well and he's not lying. Or maybe he is lying. It's hard. This to is tell. the problem with the remote. I think is because no, kid- he's back in school. So oh, he went back to school too. Yeah. No, no, your daughter's still. Yeah, but yeah, my daughter's still. Yeah. My son went back to school. I know, but it's yeah, I don't know. So he may be getting more of it done in school. Which is good. Because I don't think the teachers ever really fully I, I just think I, I no no one's ever fully gotten into like a an an in school rhythm or and when they were at home they never really could check in their work. And I'm like the, so he comes home from, you know, I've we've gone banged this drum. I will have we're gonna have a repeat of the co- podcast again. But it was like he came home, I've got a math test Tuesday. Okay, get out the practice exam. Okay. Let's look at the practice exam. All right, we're going to go do some stuff. You work through the the even ones or the odd, whatever. Work through odd ones because that's your homework assignment for Monday in math. So work through the odd ones. Wife and I are going to go, you know, we're going to go play kickball with the girls out front in the front yard. And you work through this. We'll be back in a half hour. We're out there for a little bit. My wife's like, I feel bad. He's in there doing work. We're all out here having fun. It's Friday night. Let me go see. He's already abandoned the work. And so then, you know, she goes from feeling bad to being like, what the heck? He just like he agreed, <laughs> ceiling, yeah. And, yeah. And he's upstairs on his computer. And I'm like, dude, what the heck are you doing? And he's like, I didn't know how to do any of it. And now it's like, wait, what do you mean you don't know how to? I don't know how to do any of it. How do you not know how to do any of it? What do you mean your test is on two? What do you mean you don't know anything? He's like, I don't know how to do any of the problems. 
how, where have you been? What's going on? And you know, <laughs> it's just the totally roller coaster thing that we're on. Like, yeah. all right, you know, we're ready. We're going to embrace it and get through it. And it's going to be a rough weekend, but we'll do it with we'll work team, work it. And then he immediately abandons it and he doesn't tell right. us. He's just like, ah, I'm done. Right. You know, I, yeah, I think I remember that sort of feeling as a teenager though, or as a kid his age. Uh, just being like, I don't get this and putting the books away and just being like, we'll see how it goes. You know, I'll just, I'll take what, it, what comes when it comes. And you take the test, even though you know you're going to just fail it. See that <laughs> never, just, I never had that feeling. I never had that. I cannot relate to it. I wouldn't do it in math, but in like, oh, maybe and stuff. Maybe. And yeah. It's like, stuff. what do you want me to study? I don't get this. You just want me to memorize this book? Like, I don't <laughs> And like all the things that yeah. happened, you want me to just know them? Why can't I just show you the book? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, and then I asked him, I'm like, do, do they give you like homework assignments where you're like, and he's like, nah. I'm like, what do you mean? Nah. I'm like, he's like, okay, yeah, they give me homework. Well, do you do it? He's like, well, yeah. I'm like, well, what is the homework? Well, they'll give us like a problem. Like how often? I don't know, like once a week. They'll give you a problem that you have to solve and turn in. Well, kind of. What do you mean? Kind of. Well, sometimes we have to turn it in. Sometimes you just want us to do it. I'm like, we had, and I know I had, like, I would go home and be like, here's 20 problems, do yeah. them and turn them in. And you're getting a grade on them. Right. So it yeah. was like the teacher, that feedback loop was constant. Now I hate to say it, but I think the, the, the teachers are like, Oh, we can't pressure these kids. But it's such BS because they are pressuring them to just not in, <laughs> they're pressuring them worse. It's like these periods of no sort of feedback no interaction no stress and then all of a sudden it's like a ton of stress and it's like this yeah. is not right like he should know he, here's the practices game he should be like okay cool i know how to work through all these oh i'm a little i'm a little fuzzy on this thing let me focus right. on it like it's a tune-up not a learn so i don't i'm i'm yeah that could be also him just not paying attention in class it, it's yeah but at least if you had a homework assignment that was coming back and going back and forth, that loop of feedback, like I keep saying over and over again, you would, the teacher would be like, Hey, you don't know this or Hey, you're not learning it or Hey, you're not doing your work. But there's none of that. And they, they might be. <laughs> they very well might be. I, well, I don't think so because the Google <laughs> classroom, right? And it's like, right. cause Holly will go in there periodically and she'll be like, wait, why didn't you turn in this science assignment? And he's like, mm. what is it? And you know, he can't just solve the fence. Well, what do you mean? What I did? What is it? And he's like, and he's like, can you open it? And he's like, oh, we did that in class, but that's the sort of the downside of the Google classroom. But since all their work is in there, she knows she can tell, like, you didn't mm -hmm. do this. You did do this. Um, Stuff that's in class, they do, but they, like on paper, but they don't turn in or whatever. You know, they don't do it through the computers. Well, like I said, I've checked out <laughs> when the school ends and we get to all the grades. Like, well, there it is. I gave you as much help and warning as I could. And now you're, this is what you get, right? Get started on your summer bridge book, basically. Because <laughs> I don't know, back to the, mm -hmm. you know, to this, this, these private school shenanigans, the boarding school stuff. I can see. Um, I sat through some webinars and stuff and they were right up front. Like the coolest part about these things were like, basically they don't want to be talking to the parents at all. They're like, all these things are directed at the kids. You know, you're in this meeting because you want this sort of thing for yourself for some reasons. And the biggest thing you can do this summer is 
ask yourself that question. Why do I want to go? And take all summer to find the answer if you need to. Because if you don't have the answer, you shouldn't go. And like one of the, basically one of the uh, admissions people were saying that just straight to the kid's face is like, if you don't know why you want to do this, then you literally shouldn't do it. And it's the kind of thing I've been trying to explain to him for a while. Because it's you can't be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I like that. I want to do that. Like, no, like, there's more. You've, you've got to. Because I've laid it all out for him. Here's a, a test you're going to have to study for and take. Here's all the materials to study for it. Here's the timeline. Here's all the application stuff you got to do. You got teacher recommendations. You got to do. Like, there's a whole laundry list of things that he should be working on. But doesn't. Yeah. Because there's no motivation. And, you know, I can visit him every once in a while and say, like, listen, I don't know if I can make this any more clear, but you, they will not accept you. You can't just go in there for your interview and be like, hi. You know, and they'll be like, what do you think about this? And you'll be like, oh, no. Like, they, they're just going to kick you out. And, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we will have wasted a trip. So. Uh, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe, maybe he'll kick into gear at some point. Maybe not. Yeah. Good luck. I yeah. Thank you. But it's it's for <laughs> every level. It doesn't really matter. Even that he's theoretically applying to these boarding schools because it's like take it into eighth grade with you. Take it into ninth. Take it into all grades. Like, what are you doing this year? Why are you doing this? Because you're making me. You know. Because everyone has to. Yeah. Know, like. That's not going to f- help you do well. <laughs> I know. That's, I th- yeah. You get me stressed out with this because it's like I got just this conversation. It's like I got to – how do we – I don't know how to get them to find something that they're yeah. interested in. But some kids just don't – like they're just totally into it, whatever the I thing know. is. I don't know what the thing is. It's it usually the girls. Uh, yeah, but I mean um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no, but you could say like the sports, right? There's some kids, there's some boys and that are just into their sports and they'll spend at 10 years old or 11 years old, they'll, t- yeah. they'll spend an hour outside with a pitch back, like doing a thousand different throws with their lacrosse stick or, yes. you know, and, and, like, and we have talked about this and I don't, I don't know where that comes from. I never had it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I never had that kind of dedication and I don't know where those kids get it from. And you see it in the, and usually see it in the adults that are their parents too, where it's just like, yeah, you know, I, they'll just go to the basketball court every day after school and they'll shoot hoops. So they'll shoot free throws over and over and over and over and over and over. And they're like, I got to improve my free throw percentage and they know how to work on this sort of thing. Mm. Or same with soccer. They'll just go outside and, and get touches on the ball. Uh, it, but no, most of the kids are just like, I want to shoot penalty kicks, right? Yeah. So they show up at practice and they put the ball in the penalty spot and they kick it as hard as they can. It's like that makes them feel good because the ball's in the net. Yeah. But the kids who know, the kids who really know what it takes go out in like a tiny little square of their own yard and they just do all kinds of little tiny footwork drills. Right. Uh, they don't need much. They don't need a big goal to make them feel better about scoring over and over again and with no one in it. And I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. Although I, it, I, 
I lie because I know that yesterday, like a new Minecraft version dropped and he was all over that. He was like, I need to, I wanted to try it. And so he's like, I installed a new version. I checked the, you know, so it's like, but how it's, that's recreation. All this stuff's recreation, not the academics, obviously, but I don't, man. There's a level of difficulty. I mean, the, the, I think there's a bit more suffering involved in both the athletics and the educational stuff. Minecraft is like you're you're physically not moving, right? You're physically not straining yourself. Yeah. And it's they it's it's made in a way that you can absorb it quickly. It's not made as a uh, you, you have to strain yourself to learn. Mm. You know, they're like, "Hey, here's all the new stuff. I just read about all this new stuff. It's cool. I get to go try it in in easy mode and try out all these new features uh and just kind of see how cool the stuff is with a flick of a button." So I think I mean that's that's the difference, right? One thing takes some suffering and people don't like to suffer. People don't like to that kind of adversity. You know, they don't like to study for an exam that's that they know nothing. Yeah. If they look at the problem and go, I don't know any of this, where I don't even know where to begin or I'm a terrible soccer player, I don't I'll never get better. Like what do I do? It's like, well, you practice more <laughs> but i did you know I, I practiced on tuesday it's like no 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 not one day like it, it came up i was talking to one of the soccer parents yesterday we went over to their their pool to hang out and uh her daughter's playing for the first time and she says yo she loves it she loves playing she gets up really early saturday morning get ready for the game all this kind of stuff and she said to me she said do they do this every spring because I want to play every spring, spring, and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, once a year. And then she's like, and then we found out it's in the fall, too. So we might actually play spring and fall. And then, it, you know, she's really going to be filled up on soccer. And I said, <laughs> and I, I kind of stopped her. I said, you know, like, the kids who really get interested in their sport or sports or all of them, like, they don't ever stop. <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? Well, they don't just play spring fall because that's the rec league when it's offered. Like there's always a league somewhere. Like they take the ball into their yard or they pick up a summer league or they play through the winter. Or they play indoor. Or they, you know, you mix it up. You do some kind of athletics that relates to it or they run or they, it's continuous. You could, they're never going to get better just doing like a couple of practices in the spring and a couple of practices in the fall. Like that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. But if she's that excited about it, you might want to give her some more opportunities <laughs> to improve. Mm. At least let her know they're there. You know, at least make those offers. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We're on a tangent. Um, yeah, we are on a tangent. That's all right, though. We had some eventful, some hilarity in our game this weekend, actually, with the soccer. A lot of injuries. Oh, no. A lot of, dr- a lot of drama with the parents. They're, they're fine, you know, short-lived injuries. Uh, a lot of drama with the game, and then, but my the best part, and this is parent parenting related. The best part, my favorite part of the game was, uh, there were two girls, three girls on the sideline, but one was injured uh, and crying, and the other two girls were talking quite loudly right next to me about oh no everyone they know <laughs> who had. <laughs> Who has gotten their period. And 
I mean, like loud. And and I, I could at first I couldn't tell. Like, so is this something she's dreading? Because that's not the that's not what I was receiving from how she was saying it. She was like psyched, you know, and pissed that it hasn't been her yet, kind of thing. Uh, and I turn and I have an assistant coach who's a woman, and I and I turned and looked at her. I'm like, "Are you hearing this stuff over here?" And she's like, "What? No, I didn't hear what they were saying." So I explained it to her later. Like they were listing all the names and the periods and the stuff, and she's like, "Oh, that's funny." And I said, "Listen." So I finally, you know, we've talked about this on the show, I think, and I finally had a real opportunity to talk with a handful of the parents because I talked to that girl's parents as well. I'm like, "You're gonna laugh, but your daughter was." doing this on the sideline she's like oh god they're so obsessed right now <laughs> it's like all they talk about I'm like fantastic but listen this <laughs> is like my worst nightmare okay i don't want any of this happening while i'm alone with them at practice she's like oh yeah i could that would be terrible so i had the conversation with some of the parents and i talked with my assistant coach about it as well because it was all in context who's a woman and i said listen there's no way it's going to go over well if if I'm involved with any of this, should it ever happen. So I'm handing them straight to you. <laughs> like, or you, whatever you need to do, like talk with the mothers, talk with the families beforehand, because they're all friends anyway. And, you know, you, you let them know that you've got it covered. Okay. She's like, oh, yeah, sure. No problem. So I'm off the hook. I got it. At least for this season. But I've we've got years where who knows? Uh, not me. I, I I don't know for sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want anything to do with any of it. <laughs> it's perfectly natural stuff. Oh, I know, but oh, I just thought it was funny that I yeah. And that's I mean that's their world obviously. So I, I guess it's what would be the equivalent for boys. Jeez, nothing. Did we talk about that. Nothing. nothing. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show I recommended? Uh, what Big Mouth, or whatever it was. Yeah, Big Mouth. Yeah, I tried a couple of times and I still kept. I kept, I don't know. If, Whenever if I start watching is, TV, it's always like eleven o'clock, and oh, I, I like fall asleep instantly. If anyone wants to watch a horribly offensive yet ridiculously hilarious Netflix show, Big Mouth is. <laughs> um, it's entertaining, but it's quite lewd yeah. and. <laughs> that's what's so great about it. So that's covered now. Anyway, oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you uh, got it under under control. I don't. I don't do you have it under control? I, no, I don't have anything. Just passed it off. The, you found somebody yeah. to pass it off to. Yeah, yeah. And then we we had some interesting drama with um one of the girls who got injured on the field, and I don't know what to do anymore because of COVID, so I can't like touch them. Because usually I'd kind of carry them off the field because it was adorable. Why can't you uh, carry them? I can't touch them because COVID's COVID, over, dude. six feet away. No, not with the kids and the still have to space. What? Stuff. Yeah, like they don't have to wear masks, but we can't. We're still not supposed to be super up close and in their face and stuff. Because uh-huh. those kids are not vaccinated. They're too young. Yeah, um, but you're not giving it to them. What? Do you have COVID? Whatever. So I'm not allowed to pick them up. So I can't scoop her up <laughs> off the field and carry over. So Is geez. that a thing in like your bylaws? You're not allowed to pick a kid up? Specifically <laughs> says that? And no, it doesn't specifically say that, okay. but I still, I still didn't do it. Okay. Uh, she is screaming like someone smashed her across the back with a sledgehammer. I mean, she is screaming bloody murder and she's on the ground right in front of her own parents on the parent side. 
And I run over there and I get her and I get her and I get her to come back to our side and she sits down. And she proceeds to scream for like a solid 10 minutes. <laughs> just, ah! <laughs> just screaming and screaming. She's got an ice pack on her arm. She fell on her arm, hurt her arm. Mm. So the, uh, one of the assistants is taking care of the ice pack and she's right behind me. I got my back to her and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me with this. Like, I'm trying to watch the game and talk to the girls on the sideline and see what's going on. And the screaming was relentless and the parents didn't come over. Like, like, what are they? What is this? Like, what is going on? And the, the assistants taking care of with the ice pack and all this kind of stuff. Like, this is one of these things where it's like, and I found out more later about the conversations. And eventually, after an extraordinarily long amount of time, the father came over and was attending to her. And then her crying, screaming cleared up and she went back into the game a little while later. But it was ear piercing. And I'm, I realized later that I'm sitting on the ground with my back to this kid, like just flat out ignoring her watching this game. And everyone for feel, you know, for miles around can hear her screaming. <laughs> so what are, what are all these parents thinking on the other side of the field? Like staring at me, just flat out ignoring. I, I don't know. I don't know what they think. Do they all have different judgments? Is it like he's a monster or she's being too dramatic or every flavor in between? I don't know. Does it matter? But also, what do we do? Because I can't, like, stop the game. I guess I could walk away. I guess I could get up and be like, come on, let's bring you to your parents. <laughs> walk around the field. I I don't I don't know. I, 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 I've been lucky. Like, I haven't never – I have a thousand ice packs because I, they give them to us every year and I've never had to use one. Seriously? And then I had to use two in one weekend. And I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. I used three in that game, yeah. Yeah, like I never, I mean, I think they're stupid. They're not really like. No, no, they're total placebos. Yeah, okay, good. All right, thank you. I was like. <laughs> yeah, they don't do a thing. Yeah. yeah. Kids just like having coldness. Yeah, it's like whatever. here's something. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, this is making me. Yeah, it's okay. Anyways, so <laughs> I, I, I've never, I've been lucky that I haven't really had to deal with this. And yeah. <laughs> We had three injuries in one game. I mean, the other kids were quiet. Like, that was fine. They were like, my arm hurts. Uh, my leg hurts. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me know when you're feeling better. I mean, we I did have a girl come off the field. <laughs> oh, you know, funny. So this is a funny story here. So I did have a girl come off the field uh, in that game. I got in trouble with the other coach. And uh, she, like, comes limping over to me, like, mid-game. <laughs> like, yeah. that, they wouldn't even, like, not even, like, grab a knee kind of thing. They're too tough, I guess, for this, whatever it is. And, um I need a sub, ref. I need, I need a sub, coach. Okay, okay, I'll get you in, you know. And then she's like, can't, she's limping around the field. And then she's like, shows me, and she's got this like giant abrasion on her shin. She's, and she can't put weight on it. I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh, like maybe. You... And then this weekend, sorry, I'm going to shift my position in my seat and it's going to make a ton of noise. This weekend, game's over and it was a bummer of a game. We had no subs and it was like 90 degrees or 85 degrees, super hot. And we have 14 girls on the team. We play 9v9. Five girls couldn't show up. One girl broke her arm, so she can't play. But the other four were just like, whatever. It doesn't matter. And uh so they no subs. We're up one nothing for 50 minutes, and we lost 2-1. But huh. the game's over. Yeah, they scored two goals in the end of the game. And we even blocked a PK and all kinds of craziness. So the game's over, um, and we're all walking off. And I see one of this one girl, and she is just 
bawling. She's her mom's holding her bawling, just absolutely weeping. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what? And I'm like, do I, like at, the game's over? But I'm like, if she was hurt, I gotta like, I, you know, what's the situation here? I gotta like, do I check in? But she's crying enough. I don't want to embarrass her. Is this something else? Is it? So I went over. And I'm like, her dad was there, kind of in between. And I'm like, is she all right? And she's like, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of like. Typical dad response. Yeah, I don't know. You know, she'll be fine. And I'm like, uh, all right. I feel like I need to know a little more than that, dad. Um, and I'm like, and I go over and I'm like, Hey, you know, Susie, are you all right? And her mom is like, she couldn't breathe for like, and her mom's a little bit fierce. Like we can be, you can be afraid of her mom for, okay. for cause sometimes. She'll like let you know about stuff. And I'm like, Oh gosh, is she going to like, what'd you do to her? You know, and, and she's like, she couldn't breathe. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean she couldn't breathe? I guess she couldn't breathe for like, and I'm like, she's like, but don't worry. I didn't know either. And so she didn't tell us, right? She didn't right. tell anybody, right. but I guess she was like basically having like an asthma attack or something or heat stroke or something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And like one of the other girls on the team knew, like she's got a good friend on the team and uh, right. she's like, oh yeah, you know, Sarah knew, but. Susie didn't that, that Susie couldn't breathe. I'm like, I kind of look over at Sarah and she kind of like does this like puppy dog eye thing. I'm like, well, you didn't doubt. And the mom, like, we're just like, oh my gosh. So it was fine. And then I saw her at the pool the next day. I'm like, Susie, all right, come here. I'm like, if you can't breathe, signal to me or something. And all you right. need to do, just take a knee on the field and then like, they'll stop play. And like, nobody wants anybody to get hurt. Like, don't have to be a hero. And, and, and cause we had, the funny thing was my, me and the assistant coach was like, wow, Susie kind of lost a step all of a sudden. Cause she's like plays midfield and was playing a really good game. Wow. She slowed down or something and she couldn't breathe for crying out loud. So that's why she lost right. a step. So, but it turned out everything turned out fine. She's fine. Everyone's fine. But it was like, yeah. I'd- yeah. I mean, related to that the whole screaming fit, right? I have kind of found out later that the, the mom's over there like, God, the coaches should just put them back in. You should just throw her back on the field <laughs> oh, and end no. this nonsense, right? <laughs> and and I had to talk with the mom afterwards. And she's like, oh, you weren't supposed to hear what I was saying over there. I'm like, that regardless, <laughs> like, there's what everybody needs to understand here is that the coach's attention cannot be divided 11, 14, 9, whatever it is, ways. <laughs> but even if it could be, we don't know your children mm. like you do, right? Yeah. So if your kid screams like a lunatic when they stub their toe <laughs> and it doesn't matter, I'm going to trust that you know that and let her scream like a lunatic until <laughs> she stops and not insist that we call an ambulance, right? But like if my kid was screaming like that, I would be up. And over to that side of the field very quickly because there'd be like a bone sticking out of their arm. <laughs> like there's – but we rely on the parents to know these things. So we rely on the parents to see the things going on in the field, yeah. to like see their own kid having heat stroke and being like something is wrong. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course you can miss it too if they go out of their way to hide it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. if they come off and they're behaving weird – it's the same thing with the concussion protocol stuff, right? Like. Mm. It's one of the big things we say is they go, well, what do I look for? And you just, anything out of the ordinary. Well, what do you mean? Like, it's your kid. If they start acting weird <laughs> and they're nauseous, take them to the emergency room. Like, oh, you mean, oh, the parents after asking the concussion. The, the parents. Yeah. yeah all right, all right. Like, the coaches don't know. Because the, all these kids act weird to us. Like, they're all weirdos. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of this behavior makes any sense to me at all. <laughs> You're all doing crazy crap all the time, and I can't figure it out. 
So we have to rely on you. There is no clear. Uh, I mean, the concussion protocol stuff is clear in the sense that, like, if you think they hit their head at all, then they're out of the game and they're out for such and such and they have to be evaluated. But, uh, but as far as the watching over them later goes, because this happened, we had a girl like she didn't hit her head really, but I saw her head kind of snap when she fell and she was complaining her arm hurt, one of her injuries. And I may not have followed the exact correct procedures, uh, partially because I don't remember all the concussion protocol stuff. Um, because she also she didn't hit, she wasn't worried about her head. She didn't hit her head. She was worried about her arm. Huh. And well, I, she was yeah. she was right in front of me when she fell, but her head kind of snapped, so I was a little bit concerned. And it was entertaining to sit on the field and talk to her. Uh, so I was sitting on the field and talking to her. Asking her all these funny questions, random questions, you know, making sure she was yeah. with it. And uh, she knew her address, parents' phone number and stuff. And I asked her what her, I said, can you tell me your middle name? <laughs> and she shakes her head like vigorously, <laughs> shaking her head vigorously. And I'm like, is that because you don't know it or you don't want to tell me? <laughs> and she's like, don't want to tell you. She didn't like her middle name, so she wouldn't tell me her middle name. Mm. But I, I told her parents later, I said, I, you know, I think I think she may have been, have been a little bit rattled. I don't think there's any risk of her having a concussion, but just wanted to make sure you knew. And, and the same thing, like, what should we watch for? What do we do? Just look for anything out of the ordinary. What does that mean? It's your kid. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> if she starts acting weird... Call the doctor. If she's yeah. nauseous yeah. in any way, take her to the ER. Like, if you're not sure, just post on the internet and ask on the yeah. Facebook. Go to your local town <laughs> go, parents' go. Facebook group. Say, here's a picture of my yeah. child throwing up. <laughs> yeah. What do I do with <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> what do I do? We joke because there's a parents' yeah. group. And it but almost seems like people don't even post to their own their own feeds anymore. Just everything they post is in the parents' group. Yeah. And one woman today posted uh, that there was a snake in her yard. <laughs> Who should she call? <laughs> call? Do I call animal control? Like, can I? Yeah, should I call uh, animal control? It's almost like people just haven't lived in the world before, I, I, and that's I'm sure what it is, right? Just in general, they haven't lived. But where? Well, where? No, they, I mean, they've lived in an urban setting where. Oh, maybe, maybe you know, and, or or like guy at work joked about like where they live is snakes or cobras or asps or (laughs) murderous yeah yeah. i said something to that effect as well like yeah yeah, where they're originally from yeah you could be from australia or something everything is deadly you know yeah well she had a name as if she was from aren't cobras from india aren't they uh, yes, yes, she was yeah. from India, I think. Yeah, right. so, I mean, uh, yeah. And whereas around here in New England, most of the, is kind of a funny joke thing, right? Someone else made a joke that, oh, yeah, it's a garter snake. And if you, basically, if you provoke it enough, you know, if, if you do a good job and you can corner it and you do an even better job and you can and you can frighten it enough, you might coax it into biting you, which feels like, Someone rubbing some Velcro on you yeah. or something. I yeah, didn't describe it very well. Velcro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a challenge to get the, this wimpy little snake to bite you that isn't venomous and doesn't have any teeth. Yeah. Uh, which is entertaining. I, I told you that when people are afraid of snakes, the, 
It's like, it's well, it's when they're afraid of, and there's a lot of posts about bugs. Like, yeah, there's a lot on that page. Like, I don't, I, I mean, I was on, again, I went on, I went on there for five minutes yesterday and I was like, I went on there for some reason, somebody, like a person I know posted something and then I saw associated link and it was immediately within like two seconds. I was just like idiots arguing about stuff in town again. And I'm just like, I don't, it's the same arguments. It's the same people. And it's like yelling at each other. And I'm like, what are they doing? So turned it back off, walked away from it again. And then, yeah. So, um, it's just, I don't, I don't understand. I know what happens. It, I just get sucked into the same thing and it's not productive. Nobody's changing minds. Nobody's doing anything. I, and I just, I can't deal with it. So I'll, ch- yeah, I'll change my mind. What do you mean? If you, you know, get into a good art, it's a bad joke. Anyway. Oh. oh, I'll change my mind. I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, but then, and I don't know. I, I just don't understand. It does seem to me that people have lost the ability to like, think for themselves like let me observe this snake and see how it's behaving if it and and let me look at this thing and see if it's gonna you know or let me see if i can if it's you know what's it doing is it gonna hurt me is it gonna come is it coming does it look aggressive or does it just look like it's but, uh, sitting there in the sun you know on the other hand i'm trying to be an optimist and look at the bright side of things here this is it's kind of a neat way to reach out to your community especially in the real suburban areas like they're all they don't have a neighbor they can talk to it's almost like they're okay. chatting with all their yeah right but i think you know? that's unfortunate though that we that we lean on that and like the other post well, last week from the sub the person like the same thing it's like I, I think some of people like want attention. That? The other one was like, I, I just got my brand new Tesla. Where do you take it to get inspected? I oh, want yeah, somebody yeah. that can, I'm like, what the, it's a car. You take it to the same place. Like they're all over the place now. Like, I don't know where your, our listeners are from, but like they're very common here. They're not uncommon to see. You drive, you go out and run errands. You will see half a dozen of them easy. Right. But so someone just had to post that they got their new Tesla and they wanted everybody to know. And where do I take my car to get inspected? I want somebody that knows how to drive my car. Right. That's uh, something yeah. you could Google probably. And you don't even need to, it's no different. Like it, it's just like this pr- humble brag, pretentious, like, oh, yeah. uh, that part. And then, yeah. Then the, the, the other, but the creative thinking stuff for me is, Unfortunate, I feel like, but I had a talk. Um, maybe I'm just a jerk. I don't know. I no, that out. reminds me. And this is, I was trying to be very open minded about it, but that the I was talking with a person, doesn't matter who they are, and they said, they're a friend of my wife's, they said, you know, I want to learn, I want to learn all that carpentry stuff that you do, my wife's carpenter. Mm-hmm. And, and we were kind of hanging out with them, and I, I said, that's cool. Like, you know, do you have any? Do you have any tools? She's like, oh, yeah, I have lots of tools. I said, sweet, let's just build some. She's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, I need, to, I need someone to teach me first. So I want to go. My wife went to this place called the North Bennett Street School, which is a pretty well-known school for, like, uh, learning this type of carpentry work and piano tuning and violin building and all kinds of really intricate uh, skills. But before she went there, she was still doing all kinds of hands-on stuff. And she teaches herself a lot. She taught herself how to tile and blah, 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 blah. And we both do that sort of thing. But what was intriguing to me was this 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 person, this woman, was, <laughs> you know, we're sitting there chatting. And she says that she's just super interested in learning, but someone else has to teach her. 
before she's ready to do it. And I, I said, well, you know, whatever, let's just grab a project and, 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 and get to it, right? Let's use the tools, figure out the little nuances and, and pick anything. Oh, no, I'm not ready for that. I said, okay, listen, uh, you know, we built that silly bridge we discussed before on the show. I said, we're, we're probably going to build another bridge soon. I'll drag into that. You can help me do the cuts and the measuring and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if I, I won't be, I don't think I'll be ready. I still need, I really want someone else to show me how first. I can, I can show you how, like I can literally, it's just, you're just cutting a piece of wood. Well, you know, but wood's really expensive. I don't want to jump into a project and make a mistake. And then like you've got a pile of scrap wood right there. You just took apart a picnic table. That's like junk. You, you took it apart. Just cut that up. Yeah, I don't have time for that. And then, and then, um, and then she says, "Oh, we're, well, we're having a, a contractor come by this week because we're putting a half bath in in the basement, and we have this space." I said, "What? What an opportunity!" She's like, "What do you mean? Do that yourself?" Like, oh, I could never. I don't know. It has got to be, take too much time. It's got to be done right away. Why? Why does it have to be done right away? What do you mean? Like, do you have another bathroom? Well, we're going to have, like, no, do you have like a bathroom now? She's like, yeah, we have a bathroom. Just use that one because you already don't have the half bath, right? Yeah. Take your time. Who cares? Why does that have to be done lightning fast by this contractor? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, there's two, you know, there's plumbing involved. And the guy said he might have to move some things. And he waved his hand around and looked at stuff and some electrical stuff. I'm like, oh, that, do you want to learn this stuff or not? Like, it's starting to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you want to do handy things or do you not? Because it sounds to me like you're just saying stuff, but you really have no interest. And and I'm I was making a genuine effort to understand, and I don't. In the end of it, I just don't. I don't understand why someone, unless it was just a lie, and not like a a bad lie, but just a like a lie to yourself. You know, like someone who sits in the chair and says, "You what." My opinion on this is, well, I have two things. One, the confidence gap again. I think this is something that oh, always she comes was a up. big thing. She said, I, I don't have any confidence. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Well, my other- answer to that was, just get it. <laughs> well, the other thing was, uh, I think a lot of people want to have done something, not to actually do it. If you know what I mean? Like, yes. I want to have done the marathon, but I don't want to train. I was going to use for, that right? as an example. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very people, easy. People, if you're, you're sitting in a chair and say, you know what? I'm going to run a marathon. I would love to run a marathon. Well, then you, cause that's a pretty, like, there's not, there's not a lot of learning. I mean, there is, but if you just want to go out and run a marathon, you just got to start running and you just keep running and building endurance and all blah, 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 blah. Like there's not, you can get all into crazy details and splits and all fart licks and speed workouts. But most and, people yeah. don't care about that. But stuff. most people don't, right? They just want to have run a marathon and they don't care. They, but it, it's, you, it's a simple thing to put, you got to put effort into it though. Right. Yeah. It's like a, that's. Uh, yeah. And that was what I was bumping into was like, yeah. But then there, and, and, and this is, it's, I'm not trying to rag on them specifically. It seems to be this, I'm trying to understand it with people. And, but she had this big garden, right? I'm like, well, you clearly put a lot of effort into that garden. Mm. That seems like work. Isn't that the same? Like, yeah, no, you, that's a good example. I think, yeah. You, you, you did it, right? You didn't know what you were doing at some point and you just started doing it. You didn't go to gardening school. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe it should be like, well, my mother taught me or some nonsense. I don't know. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, a sort of equivalent thing is like bike maintenance. Like I will go through it on YouTube, but I would definitely, and and I'll keep banging. Like after we hung up from the call last week, if you remember, I was like, I got to go fix my kid's bike. And I sure enough, I went out there. But I was out there till 1230. You know, it probably was something that somebody else could have done in a half hour. Yes. And it took me like two, uh, two and a half hours. And I was just like so aggravated and frustrated by the end of it. But I mean, I did get it working and he, I'm like, let me know if you notice any difference. And he's like, Oh my gosh. Yes. It's so much. The brake was dragging basically. Right. And I think, but I just had to keep taking screws out and taking parts off. And I think one of the, one of the pots on the, the, the caliper, brake caliper, I think it was hung. So I think it was like not going back in. So I kind of like worked it back and then it started moving. You know what I mean? You know, the brake yeah. calipers, they squeeze, like the, the disc brakes. And I think that's why it wasn't ever going. Like, since he's owned the bike, I don't know that it ever went back in uh, until I, like, was done with it. And then I was trying to get the derailleur, and I can never get the derailleurs right and all that stuff. Blah, blah, blah. But it's like one of these things. It's like you keep getting – you do get better at it, and you do keep practicing. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to try a new pro- project. And, like, for me personally, if I could give somebody a pro tip on this, it's like – Buy yourself a tool for a project, right? You're saving a ton of money on labor right. and you're doing it all yourself. Like reward yourself before. So you're getting a little middle. If that's what your motivation is, if it's like a home project or something, like get a cool tool or get some tool that you're going to use for the project. And, you know, you're still saving a bunch of money. So that's one thing that I've always done. Like, yeah. Uh-oh. And I don't mean to imply that everyone should do everything for themselves. It's just that. In this particular case, yeah. they were saying, I want to do these things. And then at the same time, I'm not going to do these things. I'm not going to put the effort yeah. in. And yeah, I totally get be like, no, I'm going to take my bike to the shop because I don't have time to. That's not something that I want to spend my time on. Right. If you stay fine. Yeah. That's like, why would I argue with that? But if you're saying this is something I totally want to spend my time on and then saying, I totally am not going to spend any time on it. Like I can't, I can't, it doesn't compute. You know, I literally was just like staring at her for a while, like, I'm trying to figure this out, and I don't know where else to go. Like, <laughs> go get your saw right now. Let's cut up these boards. Yeah. No. And there's there's alternatives to, uh, like, wood can be expensive. So you, uh, you know, grab some pallets off the back of the hardware store or whatever, and then... That's what I'm saying. Them apart a stack of boards yeah. that were yeah. junk. This old picnic table that she took apart. I'm like, well, you did that. That's cool. You took apart the picnic table. That's like a, that's a real thing. Yeah. Took out all the screws. It was in these neat little piles. I'm like, that's like good stuff. Uh, So trying to figure out people are different. Yeah. People are different. Screaming kids. Right now? No. Soccer example. Oh, yeah. It's over, man. For me, I, my last practice is done. Uh, I've got two. I got a game on Friday and a game on Saturday, and then it's done. You got uh, two more, and I'm you have two more weeks. Yeah, this oh, week next week. Yeah. Man, it ends after school ends. Really? Yeah. Really, that's kind of nuts, though. Yeah. <laughs> I Everything's nuts. I had to make the travel teams for the third graders last night. <laughs> that's fun. Telling a bunch, grading a bunch of eight-year-olds based on this data, and what do you think, coach? And what do you think, coach? And blah blah blah. And then for yeah. the fall, what do you mean? Yeah, for the fall, they we have tryout. You know, 
my town, everyone's got to be, you know, excellent at everything. So we have to make a super competitive thing. Nice. Yeah. So we, we, we do tryout, travel tryouts in the spring for the, like, we just had tryouts in May and June, two, two sessions. Um, and then we take all the data from the tryouts, which there's like four or five, um, professional development coaches that, you know, yep. don't know these girls at all. And they, uh, they sit there and let the girls play a couple games. You know, this it's basically pick up soccer and they grade them. They give them, they grade them, they give them ratings. And then that all gets plugged into this giant spreadsheet and then out comes some ranking. And then you go and, uh, we had a coaches meeting and we're like, what do you think of this rankings basically? And, and you really just discuss like we have two teams and you discuss the kids in the middle and make sure which team they should be on and any outliers. And then you, uh, then you submit them and it's just like, this is so weird, but it's sort of a, I don't know. It's sort of a necessary. We, we need to do it. We haven't done it, but we need to do it. Yeah. It's, I never liked it initially. And then once after I've coached a few teams where the kids are mixed skill sets. Yeah. I realized how awful it is depending on how, how different they are. Um, when you have too broad of a range, they can't trust each other. Yes, I agree. That that is sort of the that's sort of the crux of the thing, right? It has to, uh, yeah. Or I should say, rather, like they can't play real soccer. the 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 advanced kids need to trust each other and pass the ball. Yeah. The bad kids clump up and chase the ball together as a group of like eleven kids, or and, don't play it, or afraid of it, or like yeah, yeah, and. Yeah. You can't mix those kids because if the good kids pass the balls to the bad kids and then they don't do anything with it, they'll stop. Yeah. 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 Man, I don't know. The youth sports stuff is so tricky. I'm, I'm, I, yes. I, I need a break from it to like reevaluate <laughs> every, every season. Woo. Can't wait to get started. I know. Can't wait. It, can't wait for Dan. You're absolutely right. Uh, you're absolutely right at the beginning. I am always like, yes, I'm so excited. It's going to be the best season ever. Yeah, and then now I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for it to be over. Um, uh, yeah. My daughter did. If I can toot my own horn a little bit, or hers, I guess. Yeah, she had. So we came up with a new strategy because she's been practicing just kicking the wall, kicking the ball against the kickback wall that we have at the soccer fields. That's great, yeah. And uh, so she's been improving her striking, and uh, so I, I had her play center quite a bit because mm. she plays kind of defense at center and covers a lot and makes up for some of the kids that are doing nothing. So I had her take the kickoffs as well and just shoot it like, <laughs> like every kickoff, I'm like just shoot the ball at the net. <laughs> and a couple of them almost went in, <laughs> but then she, we did have a penalty kick that was right at the edge of the circle. Uh, and I had her take the penalty kick, and she kicked it right into the top corner of the net from nice. from inside the circle. It was pretty hilarious. That's great. There you go. Uh, like almost from midfield. Wow. Like, great. Terrific. <laughs> Keep doing that. Yeah. Well, That's a big celebration. Was it a one-goal game? No, it was 4-3. to three. Oh, wow. You won. Yeah, we won 4-3. to three. Oh, wow. You've been telling me that you have a... Uh... You said you haven't been winning any games. 
Now nah, we've been really uh, not not doing so well on the winning front. But we moved so once after the midseason, they shuffled teams around. Oh, okay. So we we stayed in the same division. They brought up some teams from the lower division that were doing really well. That was one of the teams we played. They were much better suited. They had a similar mix of girls that were like some were bad, some were good. Um, and but they took advantage. Like the the two really good girls got the ball. They would dribble up the field together and cut in behind us. And I'm like, ah, that's falling to pieces. Like <laughs> get in there and stop her. <laughs> uh, but that was the same sort of problem where. The center, I would always keep a strong center in there. The strong center was doing all the work for the defense because the two girls that were on the wings were just like, yeah, picking daisies. And, uh, yeah, it's painful to watch sometimes. Well, soccer talk. I know. We keep going to soccer talk. I, yeah, we're going to have to come up with some new things to talk about. Well, soccer's over soon. We'll have some new politics. Is not crazy anymore. Well, it's still bad, but it's super boring. It's. it's, it's <laughs> I like it boring. Yeah, I know. It's uh, yeah. It's just the pandemic's winding down. School's winding down. All right now we got the uh, summer camp talk. Yeah. Oh yeah, summer camp talk. I don't know what summer camp are you going to. <laughs> We're doing camp still. Oh, I mean, like we've talked about it though, but what's new, like? We're going to camp. <laughs> uh oh, sure. What do we talk about about camp? No, nothing's really new. Yeah. Camp. Nothing's really new there, and we won't have any. It'll be it'll be kind of boring. You know, they'll go and come back, and they'll play all day, and that'll be that. And then I'll fight with them about doing their summer bridge studying, and the summer will be over. And well, all right. Wow. Won't dwell on that. We yeah. are going away for a week in July. Going away? How, where are you going? Where we we rented a little cabin on a lake in in, in Stowe, like next down over. Whoa! All right, you can't bike there. And uh, <laughs> no, we can't bike there. It's okay. We're carpooling. Well, everybody. Oh, all right. <laughs> I don't even know if we'll bring the bikes, but maybe. Um, so that'll be interesting. Because we'll have to come up with some activities, and I should probably start doing that. So I need some activity ideas other than – I don't know why it has to be different. The activities could be go to the lake every day, hang out, swim, do whatever. Those are good activities. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, what do you – why do you have to plan anything? Like, why can't you just let them – Right. Yeah. Because I don't usually do those things, and other people would be like, "Well, we're gonna on this day, we're gonna leave the cabin we're staying in and drive forty-five minutes to whatever some place and do a hike." It's like, "Well, why? Why can't we just stay at the?" Eh, some of that stuff I get. Like, if you want to plan like an event, like a hike or an amusement park or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We haven't discussed it. We haven't discussed any of that. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's good, right? The, we're not like bemoaning the COVID response. We're not bemoaning school too much. We're not getting all upset about politics. Yeah. All right. I found the parents group posts that I'm starting to really hate. Oh, okay. Have you, have you noticed this pattern lately where everybody posts something about, hey, I have a job that I need done. Are there any high schoolers available to do it? They'd like specifically ask for high school kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's just because they want it done and they want it done cheap. They insult it, me. 
They get me I think angry. that's I think that's all it is. Hi, yeah. is there a high schooler who is also a photographer who would like to do a small shooting work here in Acton? Yeah, they don't want to pay the full price for it. That those kind of posts piss me off. I'm telling you, I, I'm not kidding. Like all these things on the internet, like on social media, piss me off. Yeah, it it's just and it's and I mm, see you're gonna get me going about my neighbors, and I don't want to be speaking ill of my neighbors, but I think there's a problem in my town about people expect they have a, they they're entitled to like. Like, is there a high schooler that's also a photographer? (laughs) It's awfully specific. They want a professional job done, but they don't want to pay for it. They don't want to pay for it. Yeah. So. I'm guessing that's true, yeah. I mean, my son mows mows three or four neighbors' lawns, but it's all like they're talking and then they pay a, a fair wage and they talk and they do it respectfully. They don't get on. I don't know. And it's not a you know a specific trade like photography. The arts thing we can talk about the photography, right? We we have uh, I don't know, but yeah. And there's all this other stuff like I need a driveway put in. And you got high schoolers available to grade my yard. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> like, like that's a super manually. I don't know. Right. It's a skilled labor. Like you need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, enjoy your last week of school and, uh, hope to hear, I hope everybody else is having a good summer. Let us know, write in, let us know what you're up to. Dads at dadsbeingdads.com. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.